This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. The Bass Parlor app is an app that connects music talent with other music talent. So now you can handpick your music team directly. You know, whether you're an artist, a producer, an audio engineer, an instrumentalist, or a songwriter, you can find other music talent that you want to work with, want to connect with, and want to create with. The Bass Parlor app is available on the App Store and the Google Play. Today, our special guest is a singer-songwriter out the Atlanta area, Daniqua. What's up, Daniqua? Hey, what's going on? Nothing much. I'm glad you can join us here today. And thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. So starting out, um, you know, I listened to a couple of your tracks, and I like them a lot. One had was really guitar, like acoustic guitar heavy. Mm, Ocean Slow. Yeah, that, was, that had a really nice feel to it. I like that one a lot. And the other one was more, you know, R&B, pop. And that one was really tight, too. But I like the way it, they, each song had a different feel. The two songs I heard had a completely different feel. And I love that. I love when you, when I can't, like, pigeonhole you in a certain genre, a certain area, you know? So, yes. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. That's definitely my, um, that's what I go for. Because I know that I, I grew up in the church. So I'm, I'm a gospel singer first, an R&B singer second. But I love pop music, you know, um, not only that, I love hip hop. I love I just love music, period. I have a country song that I wrote that I'll release one day when I'm not nervous. <laughs> I think <laughs> K. Michelle is kind of giving me the strength to maybe try it, you know, yeah. but I, I just love music. So I'm not afraid. My pen, it leaves me. I'm not afraid to write whatever type of song, you know, whatever comes out. That's what I write. That's what I sing. That's what I put out. Right. No, that's good. That's good. If you think about it, country is, you know, really close to R&B other than the music itself, but the stories, the lyrics is, is kind of close to it lyrically, you know? That is so true. And, you know, if you think about it, we are the originators of country music originally anyway. Our ancestors, they're the ones that first brought out that banjo and the bass drum and all that. So listen, it's been around in our community anyway. So I guess it's okay to bring it out a little sometimes. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> So take us all the way back to the beginning. When did you start uh, songwriting? I started writing music when I was in middle school, believe it or not. Um, I used to write poems. Um, the first poem I ever written, I always got to tell people this story. So I'm sorry if I'm a little long-winded, but I'm just trying to get y'all to really see the bigger picture. Um, my mother died when I was eight. My dad I raised me with my grandma. And um, I used to always write poems. It was a way to kind of help me to escape and just kind of get what I was feeling out. Right. Um, so I wrote my first poem called Man or Bird. And from there, you know, I used to always say them to my dad and he was like, but you can sing, Janiqua, try singing it. And I was like, huh? So I started singing it. And next thing you know, I just started like every time I would write a poem, I would turn it into a song. So that's actually the format on how I write all my music. Anyway, I write it like it's a poem. <laughs> but I started writing when I was in middle school, like sixth grade. No lie. I just started writing poems that turned into songs. Okay. And that helped you like with the song structure because it started out as a poem and then you can sing it. I'm sure like you start to you know put words in certain places and start mm -hmm. to how to structure the song doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 more of like a <laughs> I don't really know what to call it, but it's something that I just truly enjoy doing. I I, I be cooking up my own music. I'm gonna say it like that. Okay. Every, every, there's recipes and there's different seasonings I'm using to make it sound good. And I'm praying that the world loves it, you know, once the, the meal is cooked. Right, Sorry. right. But it, sounds good. it sounds really good. I was really, really impressed by your music, you know? Thank you. I was really impressed. So from that point, you say you started in sixth grade going up. Did you just continue to write through high school, through college or whatever? You continue to write and grow as an artist? 
Yes, actually, um, I still was writing music all throughout high school. Um, I did get a full ride scholarship to Bethune Cookman College, but I turned it down <laughs> due to, <laughs> and I'm so mad at myself, <laughs> but I had no choice because I had just lost my father and I didn't really know where my life was going. I didn't have nowhere to really truly stay. So it's like, how can I prepare to go somewhere? And I don't even have nowhere right now, right. you know? Right. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I kind of stopped the music when I turned maybe like 21 years old. I just kind of like stopped cold turkey. And um, I started back up, you know, just about four years ago. I was like, look, you know, I have I have everything I've ever wanted. I have a husband. I have kids. I have a life. I have a business we run that's doing pretty good. Why not just give the music a try and see where it takes me? And, you know, thus far, this journey has been great. I'm enjoying the ride. But most of all, I'm enjoying, um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying the slow and steady wins the race vibe, you know. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's all about making sure that you're you're taking every moment in and you're enjoying every moment and you're not rushing to do things or rushing at things. Because when you get it too fast, you'll lose it real fast. I'm yeah. just grateful at this point. Yeah, that's really true. That's really true. That, the time off that you took, do you think in, in some ways it give you an advantage? In some ways, uh, be able to see, uh, take a step back, maybe see the big picture of things too? I feel like it did that for me, but I'm going to be real honest with you. I feel like it hurt me in a way too, you okay. know, because now as an older artist, because I'm 30 years old. So now as an older artist, it's like, oh, well, you got to do this. You got to get your body done. You got to do this. And I'm not doing none of those things because I love myself for me. God gave me this and I'm just going to roll what I got, you know, right. but for the most part, I just feel like there's a lot of competition, you know, and I feel like we've kind of gotten away from what true R&B sounds like a little bit too. Um, we have a lot of, um, no offense to anybody out here, but a lot of whistle singers, but no one that's really bringing you to church, you know, every now and then to let you really feel it in your gut, you know? Right. Like, unfortunately, R. Kelly is one of the best R&B artists out there, you know, just due to his situation. You know, we, we, you know, we kind of don't talk about him as much, but artists like him, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, CeCe Winans, um, Aretha Franklin, uh, Anita Baker or um, Erica Badu, like I looked up to them because if you think about it, if you listen to my music and then you go listen to theirs, there are similarities in there somewhere, you know. Um, and I guarantee, if I would have stuck with the music and didn't give up on it, and if life unforeseen occurrences wouldn't have occurred with my dad passing and all that, I believe I would have been further along in the game. I used to look at the Grammys and BET Awards and see Beyonce and all these people walk across the stage and I'm like, look, man, I just want my shot. <laughs> I want a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> you... so it hurt me a little, you know, but at the same right. time, I did learn a lot too, you know, because I, I was able to educate myself. So as an indie artist, I have a lawyer. I got my paperwork in line. I know what copyrights are, trademarks. I have a sweets line, snacks line that's coming out soon, RB Sweets. You know, I just, I have my business stuff in order. And I think that if I was a young artist, I wouldn't have been able to do that. You know what I'm saying? If I was just rushed into it or just signed to a label, I would be like a lot of these artists are. They're just confused as to what's next once they're dropped from a label, you know? Right, right. And the music that I heard that you've made, um, 30, first of all, 30 is young. So you act like 30 is old. 30 is young. That's first of all. And then, you know, the music that you make is, is time is ageless. So you can be 40, 50 those songs connect to the heart. So you don't have to have, to me, in my opinion, you don't have to have a certain look or have to have a certain kind of, you know, pop appeal like that with the kind of music, yes. the kind of music that you make. Or, and the artists that you name too, like, you know, Erica Badu, Richard Franklin, their stuff is, it doesn't matter what they look like. Like this, it's the music itself that speaks to you. Now that's what I hear when I hear a lot of your music too. So I, I appreciate that. Being, being old at 30 years old, you know? 
<laughs> hey, I'm like, look, I'm 30. I don't know. I got three kids. They be like, no, we love it. We love you. I be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. But I love the music. I just can't get away from it. And I tried for years, but I was like, look, no, no. I Because I was secretly writing music. And in 2017, my brother, a day before he got gunned down and shot up, he was like, listen, because I had went to Florida and I wasn't even supposed to meet with him. And we were happy to just be riding by Titusville, Florida to get down to Miami where I'm originally from. I'm from Hollywood, Florida okay. for my grandma's birthday. And I had this. I was like, let me just stop and see my brother. You know, I stopped in. He was going through some woes. I could tell he had troubles in his life. He didn't really talk about it, but you can just tell he was stressed. But right. it just kept urging me to just do the music. He was like, Daniqua, look, it's your time. Do it right now. Don't wait no more. You've been secretly recording music, writing music still, helping other people with their music. You need to just get out here and just do it. Just put your uh, album out and see what it does. Right. And, you know, the next morning I got a call. He was shot dead. Um, um, and I was just like, man, you know, I had to plan his funeral. But in my head, I was also planning how I was going to make this music thing happen. Right. <laughs> you know, all at the same time. Because I was like, if I ain't going to do it for me, I got to at least do it for the people that believe in me. And which is my brother. He believed in me fully. He always believed in me. Right. Yep. Your brother and your dad, too, it sounds like. Yeah, my dad. Oh, yeah. My dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> He was my biggest fan. He was every every talent show. He was there. He was like, look, my daughter finna win the prize. And a lot of times I did. And then one or two times when I didn't, boy, he was telling the judges something was wrong. <laughs> I was like, no, they just sound better. It's okay. I had an off day. <laughs> <laughs> your number one fan, but that's good though. That's good. Yeah. Put that motor in your back. So now yeah. when you create when you create music, uh, what's your process of creating music now? Do you do you start with the lyrics first or do you like hum a melody and kind of ride around it? What's your process? It's crazy because I am what they call, how do I say it? I'm more, I can write anytime, anywhere. I'm a distracted writer. I don't even have to be sitting still. I don't have to have a track. It will be good if I do have a track to start with, I can write with, but I have engineers where I can just go to them and be like, look, I need this done. I'll sing a little bit and they'll know where to go. Mm -hmm. um, so I can write with or without a track. Um, I literally, I'll be riding in my car. I'll look at something and something will just come to me and I'm voice noting it in my phone. It's like, it just comes to me, the lyrics and stuff. I really do not, I don't plan it. It just comes like oceans flow. Mm -hmm. It just came. I was in the car. I was driving. I was listening to a couple tracks trying to see, you know, what direction my next song was. I always do. I just scatter through tracks. Mm -hmm. And um, I heard it. I heard it and I knew that it was it. And, you know, with everything that we have going on with the quarantine, COVID, people dying, people just acting crazy out here in these streets, you know, as if they don't have or value their lives. You know, I was able to just put two and two together and make it all make sense with Ocean's Flow. It was a message. And I pray that it was delivered because that was the goal to deliver a message to the people that you don't have to be afraid to be you love yourself, love, love be a lover of people, you know, cherish these times that we're living in because as you can see, life is short. When you look around you, you see all these deaths. Life is short. Just find joy in you and, and clarity. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I don't know if it makes any sense. Uh, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. It, it comes from the heart. It just comes, it's just a gift, you know? It just comes out of nowhere. And people be like, oh, y'all singers think y'all ministers. Y'all need to stay in y'all lane. I'd be like, actually we are because you can't even, you can't even have your sermon without adding music to it. That's music it, it it pulls people it pulls people so you can talk all day but that melody is something about when that keyboard there's something about them organs i'm trying to tell you it gives you a different vibe it just lures you in in a different way 
And then when you add the lyrics to it and it all makes sense, and if I'm talking directly to you, you're going to feel it. I won your crowd over for you. Yeah. Now you can preach and they listening. Right. That actually reminds me, I just saw this movie last night called One, One Night in Miami. Mm. Oh, I watched that. I watched that two weeks ago with my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And actually, uh, it was a scene where Malcolm X was saying the same thing to Sam Cooke. Where he was like, you know, you could, because uh, you know, Sam Cooke was famous, famous singer back. Yes, then. yes, yes. And basically telling, I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but basically telling him that um, of all these voices, yeah, him, you had Jim Brown, you had Malcolm X, and you had uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but after all these people, he was saying that you might, ha- you have the most impact because of the music. Mm-hmm. The music touches the soul more than anything else, more than sports, more than anything else. Music touches the soul. So the same thing you were saying, you know. Same thing you were saying. He actually uh, was telling him, like, you, your music is good. Basically, your music is good. And, you know, talk about love and all that kind of stuff. But people out here dying, you know, talk about something more substance, you know. So yeah. kind of what you're saying to a certain degree. But check that out. Yeah, because I feel like the music lacks substantial value. Like, we're not, we're not, giving, we're not giving enough when it comes to that. Right. And, and some artists are starting to utilize their platform to do it. But we need to hear it more because people are out here suffering yeah. in lots of ways that we don't even truly understand. You have mental health and people, it, it took for a pandemic to occur for people to realize they actually had demons that they were fighting because they were running from them. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, music, it's a healer, man. It's yeah. a healer. I don't care what nobody say. Music heals the soul, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. How do you feel now that you've come back? You've come back and you are, you know, creating songs, creating music. I know you had the hiatus for a second. During the hiatus, were you, were you still pulling to making the music? And how does it feel now that you're back? <sighs> I was a military spouse, so I was traveling all around the world, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, and having kids, you know, and being a Girl Scout uh, troop leader. And, you know, I was still making impact, mm-hmm. but I wasn't making the impact that, you know, my purpose, you know, I felt like I, everything that I would do, it was, I could never really fully fulfill, fulfill it because I, well, I never felt fulfilled, shall I say, because I knew that I had to get back to the music. So I guess I had to go through all of that just to get back to the music. Cause when my dad died, it really broke my heart. And I was just trying to figure out how to live life after that, you know, like how would life all make sense? I don't have nobody. So how does it make sense now? You know? Um, so it took a little minute but I'm back and I'm excited everything is going good thus far made a lot of good connections networking like crazy Um, got a lot of good feature artists that are going to be up on my next upcoming projects that are coming soon and I've even reached back and started working with family over the Christmas time Christmas break when everybody was at home and kind of just sitting around eating I was in a studio the day after Christmas on Christmas day me and my cousins were sitting here writing songs with tracks you know working you know the work don't stop Okay. Okay. Last question actually goes right into what, what I want to ask. Uh, what, what do you have in store? What's Daniqua have in store for uh, 2021? Oh my God. Um, so much. Um, definitely my R&B sweet snack line. I'll be reintroducing that. I'm repackaging it and everything. So um, what I've decided to do is do it as more of a seasonal thing. So that way I can be able to keep up with <laughs> getting these orders out since I am small. Right. Um, so R&B sweets will be back by Boss Lady Daniqua. My IG page is R&B sweets underscore, you know, three, six, five. So make sure y'all got to check me out. Um, also I got music coming out. Um, working with a feature artist by the name of Marley blue here. We're doing a dark pop song. I channeled my inner Billie Eilish. I love her. She's a young dope sensation. I love her vibe. So I was like, I can write a song like that. 
I can write a song like that. I just know that I can. And I did. And um, I'm working with Bolo, the producer, and which is um, the engineer and the producer and the writer of um, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay. Yeah, I've been working yeah. with him on a lot of my music. He records me and all that. So shout out to Bolo, the producer. Um, he's definitely getting billboards out here. I'm like, how can I be a part of your writing team? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so that and I'm working with family again on music. Going to be going back home to shoot a video. Um, I have a very special song that I'll be introducing to the world come this fall. And it just talks about my story. And I'm going to follow it up with a small little documentary, too. Um, and just stay on the lookout for me because I've been lately just creating content, doing small skits, adding my husband in on some of the stuff, showing that I can act. So not only do I sing, I can act, I can make you laugh, just different stuff. So make sure y'all subscribe to my YouTube channel. My name Daniqua, so you can check out all that. Uh, I'm working, man. I'm out here just working. Me. I'm stopping. I'm a film when we get off this. Also, <laughs> for real, you ain't messing around with that. Yes, I gotta work. <laughs> So, Daniqua, I appreciate you joining us today. Uh, again, this is a singer-songwriter out of the Atlanta area, originally from Hollywood, Florida, but now out the Atlanta area. Uh, Ms. Daniqua, I appreciate you joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me. You have a blessed afternoon now. <laughs>